Hello and welcome to The Bottom Line. This podcast examines the everyday business and finance issues faced by closely held and private businesses. We hope to provide you with news you can use and what we like to think of as a jargon-free zone. I'm your host, Dave Plasco, and with us as always is Tim Schuster, a manager in Eisner Amper's Private Business Services Group. Today, we'll discuss with Tim how to approach creating a fund for emergencies. Tim, hello. Dave, let me tell you, it's a pleasure, my friend. So... Here we are. We're we're on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We just you know the news just came through that they're pretty close to ending the government shutdown. Looks like a, a three, at least temporarily three week yeah. moratorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which is great, um, great news for a mm-hmm. lot of people. But during the shutdown, one of the things that really struck me is the number of people and families who weren't prepared for something like this. Oh, yeah. I I heard, you know, in the media, a lot of stories, you know, a lot of people sharing their stories about, you know, how they were out of money or they only had enough money to last for one or two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people were literally, you know, driving to work and running out of gas. It's because daunting. they couldn't afford gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I read a number that approximately one-third of Americans have no fund to cover emergencies. Uh- it's actually really amazing. It, it, you're 100% correct. So, you know, this is honestly no doubt a difficult situation for many people, right. you know, uh, you know, but this is also something that can be corrected. You know, and this is something where actually an emergency fund can really help you sleep at night, you know, sure. just to help anyone put people at ease. Right. And and you don't need a magical windfall. You don't have to hit the lottery and win, say, $50,000 and create an emergency emergency fund overnight, correct? Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd you know, love to personally hit the lottery. Right. Um, but, you know, there's goals you can have in mind. You know, it could be milestones, whatever it might be. You know, it may be 5000 It may be 10000 it may be 50000 really whatever it is that's good for you personally. The key is to pay the modest amount into this fund each week. You know, and it could be as little as, honestly, a few bucks a day. You know, you see commercials all the time on TV right. for 25 cents right. a day. You know, you can save this. Break, so, break it down. The, to, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And what are ways to enhance this, to make it more palatable? One thing that you can do, honestly, is just have money automatically deducted from your paycheck. That's the easiest way, because then you're just mm-hmm. not seeing it all. Um, if you happen to pick up odd jobs, odd places, where maybe you earn a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there, um, you can start putting a little bit away into this fund. Just put it into a savings account. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't put it in checking. Most people tend to put it there. Just put right. it in your savings account where it's not being seen. And really, you're not going to feel the pain of losing this money because you're kind of taking a little bit off the top every single time. Right. And what else can you do? So if, you know, you happen to get any sort of raise, you know, your tax refunds. I mean, right now we're in the middle of tax season where people are seeing refunds starting to come through. Mm -hmm. Deposit a portion of that into your emergency fund. You didn't have it initially as it is. So take some of it. Exactly. Exactly. It's found money. Put a little bit in there. You know, you can still treat yourself. You know, I just don't want people to think that you can't do that, you know, but you may not feel as guilty, you know, if at least you're saving some of it for a bad day. Right. You balance it. Correct. Yourself and you save it. Correct. Save some, and that's that's a that's a good way to balance it. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I hear some experts suggest that your emergency fund should be three to six months worth of expenses. Explain that. Of course, absolutely. And that's an absolute common target. But, you know, keep this in mind. When we say expenses, we really mean necessities, you know, like utilities, Mm -hmm. medical expenses. You know, not that, well, I'm a millennial myself, but, you know, not one of those $6 lattes that everyone buys every morning. You know, get a Keurig. Um, You know, and again, you know, you don't need to amass this overnight. The, The key is not to wait until you get sick or potentially lose your job, you know, or your car dies to figure out how to cover this. You know, start saving for this just now, just when you have the chance, and especially that everyone's kind of awoken to this right now in this moment, take the time and do it. Right. And, and those are some good do's. Do you have any don'ts for us? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, <laughs> please... For anything he can do, do not have a loose definition of what an emergency is. You know, I would argue that using this money for a vacation, for instance, is hardly an emergency. That's a completely separate fund that actually you can have yourself. You can have multiple funds. You can have emergency, vacation fund, and, you know, daily use fund. You know, look at it, you know, definitely involves foregoing some sort of immediate gratification. But, you know, some sort of emergencies happen. And when it matters or or not, it's not a matter of if but when— you know, you'll be glad you have that fun there. Now, what about for those people who don't have an emergency fund, but they're they're thinking of starting one, or they have started one, but they're early in the process and an emergency strikes? Yep. Any options there? There are actually. So it recently, especially with the shutdown, you've been seeing a lot of credit card companies that are offering incentives to either lower the interest rates on it, you know, help forego, not necessarily forego any debts that you may have, but help with the burden that might obtain. If you have these issues, you want to be forthright with any lenders that you have, or the other option actually is you can actually take out some money as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to be forthright with credit card companies, whoever you potentially owe money to, because if you do that sooner rather than later, they can work out deals with you in order to help out any sort of payments that you have to make. Well, that's good to know. Now, one of your usual New Jersey Historical Society of Fun Facts gets to the issue of the government shutdown. Tell it, us about that. It does. It's, it's a little personal for myself. You know, me, I like to partake in some craft breweries. And, you know, luckily enough, today they made that partial announcement that at least the government's open for a few weeks. Not yet to see what will actually come of that. Right. Um, but, you know, one of my part, one of the things I love to partake in is craft beers. Well, during the shutdown, which started way back in December, all of these breweries that wanted to release new beers actually weren't able to because the ATF has not been in service in order to review the labels, which they need to do in order for a beer to be distributed. So any new beers that a lot of our craft breweries in New Jersey were trying to release couldn't because the ATF wasn't in session in order for them to actually approve those labels. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, not for nothing, but it, it does smell a little bit it, like you, you're know. a fan of those craft Friday beers. Friday afternoon. That's, some, that's something you may want to look into, but <laughs> of course you, know, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> Stay here. So thanks again, Tim. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> and thank you for listening to The Bottom Line as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at eisneramper.com. And visit eisneramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast when we get down to business.